Welcome everyone to Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we're discussing on podcast 46, Body Talk. Learn how to hear and understand your body. Welcome, Dr. Kell, to the show. Hi, Dr. Kell. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Doing good. Have you had a good week so yes, far? Great week so far. Yep. I yep. am very good. Me too. And we're excited to be back on the air uh, yes. talking about body talk. It's an important subject. People need to understand their body and what it's telling them. And so we'll talk about that today. But I think you have a quote of the day first and then an article of the day. Yes. So the quote of the day is, hope costs nothing. And that's by Anonymous. And I just thought, you know, the more educated you are surrounding your body, which is what you're doing today, teaching people how to, you know, figure out what the signs and symptoms are in their body, um, the more hope you have. Because if you know something you can fix it, right? Yes, I agree. Being educated improves your ability to hope for things, doesn't it? They, it does. Uh, when you're ignorant about something or don't know anything about it, but you have a problem and you're trying to fix it, and you can't figure out how to fix it, then you lose hope, right? Right. It seems like insurmountable. I can't. I can't do this. But yeah, once you put together the pieces of the puzzle, it all comes together, and you suddenly have this hope again, which is amazing. Yeah, and you and realize flip- oftentimes the solution isn't near as difficult as you thought it would be, or it's no longer insurmountable. Right. So right. hope, to me, hope is what feeds you along the path. If you keep yeah. hoping, you'll keep looking, you'll keep searching, and then eventually, if you don't quit, you'll find the answer. True. Very true. I like that. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what is the article of the day? Article of the day, which this is a topic that uh, we talk to patients about a lot. It's a very common problem uh, that I would say people who uh, survive on the Western diet commonly experience. And the stress of life that we deal with here and in our world, and, and the world has become more stressful also, is connected to this problem, and we're going to talk about the adrenal glands and adrenal fatigue, um, something I think you probably learned about already. And, and what can you say about that? What do you know about the adrenal glands and fatigue, Nikki? The adrenal glands, like, they affect so many different things is what I learned from energy to sex hormones to, is it does it affect your thyroid hormones as well? Like, there's just so many different parts yes. of your body. And we've, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, but this was a specific article that I found that I, I wanted to share the information about that, that kind of gives a checklist. And since we're talking about body talk, I wanted to really cover the things in it that might give you, as an individual who's listening, a uh, better understanding of, of knowing whether or not your adrenal glands are having issues. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so I thought we'd, uh, this was an article, you know, just so people know, I'm not anti-medical, I'm just more towards natural healing. But this article itself was written by an MD, PhD. She talks about, here, Ann Kearns, talks about uh, what causes it. Adrenal fatigue isn't an accepted medical diagnosis, she says. So the term adrenal fatigue is a simplified term, apparently. It has a lay term applied to a collection of nonspecific symptoms. Yes, I hear you. What? Such a body, such as body aches, fatigue, nervousness, sleep disturbances, and digestive problems. Your adrenal glands produce a variety of hormones that are essential to life. 
The medical term adrenal insufficiency refers to inadequate production of one or more of these hormones as a result of an underlying disease or surgery. It's just a play on words. Okay, she likes adrenal insufficiency, not adrenal fatigue. Uh, <laughs> but the world knows adrenal fatigue more than anything. Basically, what you're just saying is, that, you know, she's saying insufficiency and applying that it's not functioning properly. Maybe it's not getting the night the right nutrients it needs, or your body isn't, so the adrenal glands aren't functioning normally anymore. And that's mm -hmm. where we're focused in is on giving your body the proper nutrition and the the right uh, forms of exercise, the right emotional type of living to help your adrenal glands function normally, which is a very important organ. It's a small organ that sits on top of the kidneys, gives information to the kidneys on what to do, and many other organs, uh, glands in the body function because of what the adrenal glands produce. So it's an extremely important organ. Part of the reason that uh, when your kidneys stop functioning, uh, you know, you need new kidneys. They don't say much though, but when the kidneys go back and forth, uh, the adrenal gland goes with it. Here are some signs and symptoms that you might be feeling that might be uh, an indicator that you're dealing with adrenal fatigue. First one on the list, fatigue. <laughs> you know, you'll feel tired. You'll feel a lack of energy. Some people that are really bad may feel fatigued all the time. Other people, and this is a more common symptom that we see in patients, is it comes on later in the day. That uh, maybe after eating lunch or an hour or two after eating lunch, oftentimes people associate it with, oh, I just ate a meal, I'm tired now. That's not totally untrue. Sometimes after eating a meal, especially when high in carbs or processed foods where they add a lot of sugar to the food and even increases in sodium, which can cause imbalances in your electrolytes, your minerals in your body, you get weak and you get tired. There are supplements out there that supply the adrenal glands what they need and, and then you don't have a problem anymore. Didn't you have some of that at one time? Yes. Yes. Me and the kids. We all <clears throat> yeah, have and some it, of those and they're very, very helpful. And I don't like to, even though we talk about standard process supplements, they're my favorite just because they're come from natural sources and organic sources and not synthetically made any in any way. But one of those, and I don't want to throw this out there just so everybody runs out and buys this specifically, but Drenamin. Drenamin mm. is one we often use for people with adrenal fatigue. But once again, I want to say that we always recommend you go see a healthcare professional who is aware of the functions of these supplements and how they work, because there are several for each problem. And the adrenal glands are no exception. There's other supplements uh, to standard process manufacturers that are for the adrenal glands. So when you come in to see us, we figure out which ones are best for you. We don't just automatically say just take something like Drenamin. But that is one. Yeah. Uh, body aches are another sign of uh, issues with the adrenal glands. Unexplained mm -hmm. weight loss. Typically, weight loss tends to be an issue with adrenals more than weight gain, but weight gain can also be connected to the adrenal glands in a very significant way. If you're producing excess amounts of cortisol, which is a, a function of the adrenal glands and the pituitary gland, that can cause weight gain. So it also isn't just weight loss, weight gain as well. Low bl blood pressure or altered blood pressure. Apparently, most of the time it tends to be low, but it can also fluctuate and be high. Lightheadedness, and these are symptoms that you're, you know, this isn't, these symptoms I'm mentioning aren't just like something you feel once in a while. 
I would say to really have these stand out as a true sign of the adrenal glands dysfunctioning, it would be a, a chronic or ongoing symptoms. They tend to come mm. back. It just depends on how, you know, your adrenal glands and what they do, their function, this function might be mild, they might be extreme, and the, the longer you go with the problem, the more extreme it can get. Loss of hair can be a, an adrenal function. Uh, again, it goes back to the hormones and and uh, how they're all working together. Uh, things, and we'll talk a little bit more that about that when we get into the body talk segment about... Uh, hair loss and what's causing that and why why it's more common in men than women. Uh, skin mm. discoloration or hyperpigmentation. A lot of people, as they grow older, they get skin spots. You know, they look mm -hmm. like freckles all over, uh, but they get them on their arms and hands and sometimes their face and other parts of their body. Well, they're, they're saying uh, through their research that one of the causes of that, not the only thing that causes it, but one of the causes is adrenal insufficiency. Adrenal insufficiency can be diagnosed by blood tests and spectral st stimulation tests that show inadequate levels of adrenal hormones. Uh, proponents of the adrenal fatigue diagnosis claim this is a mild form of adrenal insufficiency caused by chronic stress. The unproven theory behind adrenal fatigue is that your adrenal glands are unable to keep pace with the demands of the perpetual fight or flight arousal or the sympathetic nervous system. Existing blood tests, according to this theory, aren't sensitive enough to debate or detect such a small decline in adrenal function. There are some tests out there uh, they can do for the adrenal glands. We do here in the office. We really base dysfunction of the adrenal gland off what we see. Uh, there's an eye test we do that will dysfunctioning. Uh, you can take a light, shine it into your eye, and look at how your, uh, your eye dilates or contracts. That gives us signs of adrenal fatigue or, or insufficiency, as uh, Dr. Kearns calls it, and many other tests that we do to to figure out the adrenals and their function in it. We do blood tests. We ordered blood tests for given people and given problems in the office, but typically don't do the blood tests for the adrenal glands, and, and she explains why. They're not really sure. Can't really say that those tests are accurate enough or really give you a complete diagnosis of what's happening. So, any mm. questions about adrenal fatigue and, and those things, Nikki? Um, no, I think that's a great summary of, yeah, adrenal fatigue, because so many people are affected by it, like you said. Just a good topic to cover. Very common thing. Very common yeah, thing. so common. All right, so next up, we are talking about signs that the body can give us to tell us we have problems. We've talked about this before, that the average person is aware of less than three to five percent of what's going on inside their body at any one time. The reason being is they're unaware of what their body's really telling them. We're always looking for internal feelings, right? You always feel like, mm -hmm. okay, how do I feel today? Do I feel energetic? Do I feel tired? Uh, do I feel happy? Do I feel depressed? Do I feel stressed out? On and on and on, right? And so we base our health on that, don't we? Yeah. Everybody thinks of it that way. How do I feel? Oh, I feel fine today. I feel energy. I, I, I can get my job done. I must be healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that mm -hmm. how we see things? Yeah. And I think for the most part, you can say that that is uh, not totally wrong. However, there are many signs that the body can give us to tell us that things are happening. And 
most of uh, the dysfunction that we experience in our health or our lack of health when we begin to get sick more frequently or maybe it's common we get sore throats frequently or or have eye infections or ear infections or or skin mm-hmm. infections or we just feel begin to feel weakness in our muscles or whatever it might be those are all signs and symptoms that sometimes we just ignore what if you're you know people recognize something oh, i'm losing i'm losing hair well it's just old age for most men they just ignore it okay i'm going bald i'll just shave my head let me not figure mm-hmm. out why I'm going bald. What's happening in my body? That That's actually a sign that their body isn't working as well as it used to. And so there are many things in life that we just ignore and assume it's just part of getting old, part of aging, right? I wanted to talk. We're going to cover a few things here. wanted to mention here a Dr. Eric Berg, DC, B-E-R-G. Look him up on, uh, he's got lots of uh, YouTube videos also does a live show, I believe, once a week on Fridays. And I mention him because some of the information I take today is from some of his writings. He's written books, and he talks about these things. His Mm -hmm. focus, though, is weight loss, and he's really into the keto diets, which I'm not a fan or proponent of. I've explained why before, and and really I'm not a proponent of because I, I believe in just giving your body what it needs. If you eat right, if you eat the proper foods, Exercise daily, you know, put in a half hour a day, 20 minutes at the least. Do something because your body needs it. That helps your lymph flow, your your nerve flow, and your those two things are not pumped by the heart. And so you need to do that exercise to get all that working. That's all part of your detoxification process and health, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk first about the eyes. We're going to go over the things you can see in the mirror and if you want to go get a mirror right now if you're listening and you want to go you got a little mirror or you want to go in the bathroom whatever put a mirror in front of you you can look at what we're talking about you got a mirror handy uh nikki i have my phone i just turned on my camera oh there you go that works too you're see see how old are you nikki and how old am i i i i think to look in a mirror you you're much younger than i am and so you pull out the phone and and turn on the camera so there you go <laughs> and and probably the majority of people are uh, that are listening to the podcast. I mean, a lot of them are commuters, so they don't have access to the mirror. <laughs> and and we don't want you to drive dangerously. Don't turn your yeah. your rear mirror down so you can see your face while you're driving. Okay, unless you're stuck <laughs> stuck dead stop in traffic or something. Yeah. All right, bloodshot eyes. This could be several things: lack of sleep, a liver issue, or a B2 deficiency. The answers there that they give are reasons. There are more than just those three, but those are probably the three most typical that are found. Everybody, you know, you don't get much sleep the night before you wake up. You got blood shot eyes, so don't don't think immediately. Oh no, I've got uh, I've, I've got a liver issue or B2 deficiency because today I woke up and I see bloodshot eyes. For those kinds of things to occur, as far as a, a liver issue or B2 deficiency your bloodshot eyes would be consistent. The bloodshot eyes would be there most of the time. So that's when you start thinking there's more going on than that. Makes Does sense? that mean like redness everywhere or just like... I have <clears throat> red Typically, your bloodshot eyes would be redness throughout the white portion of your eye. There are little red lines everywhere. And, and some general increase in redness in the pig, pigmentation. of uh, The white looks more pink. Oh, okay. All right. So mm-hmm. if you want to test that out to see what it looks like, just 
immediately look in the mirror in the morning after you've had a very poor night's sleep. You'll probably see that. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Next thing, yellow eyes. Have you ever had yes. yellow eyes? Yes, I have. And did you figure out what was causing it? Yes. What was going on? I used to take Miralax every day, and my liver was like not functioning properly because of it because I had the anal fissure from when mm -hmm. I uh, gave and I just started I just got in a bad habit of taking I had tried all the different like food variations and nothing fixed it mm -hmm. and so yeah I just got on the Miralax and I think I did it for like a couple of years and finally my husband looked in my eyes and was like your eyes are yellow you need to get off that crap and so I did and it went away but I had to get surgery again to like loosen up the tightness down there. Because you had and scarring, then, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but not yeah. uncommon. Yes, exactly. And you know what? There, there are uh, a lot of people with hemorrhoids out there who may be doing something similar. Uh, there mm -hmm. are natural laxatives. Uh, many, uh, one uh, black Spanish radish is the one that we uh, often uh, provide to patients uh, if they're having issues with things like that um, Very to help soften that stool and of course if you've got you know the hemorrhoids there's many things we can do naturally for that too it's basically a weakness in the blood vessels and so <clears throat> you're likely uh, deficient in in b vitamins and uh, mm. other things varicose veins yeah. connected to this similar problem basically it's a weakening of the of the valve in the blood vessels Okay, yellow gross on eyelids. I don't know that I've actually ever seen anybody come in with a yellow growth on their eyelid. What it looks like is you're actually getting it right on the edge of the eyelid, right where the hair comes out. Little yellow spots. Uh, and that is a symptom of excessive amounts of cholesterol being produced in your body. That's probably not a real common one, but if you see those and you happen to looked at your cholesterol levels lately that you may be having a liver problem and again whenever someone says they have a cholesterol problem I look at the liver mm. they and interestingly enough the cholesterol drugs act on the liver they they treat it as if the liver is the problem the liver is not the problem the diets the problem the food's the problem, mm -hmm. the microbiome's the problem, the gut dysfunction is the problem. But that's a sign. So you need to see somebody if you've got these little yellow gross uh, on your eyelids, the little little yellow spots or dots uh, on right right where the eyelid and the uh, the mm -hmm. hair meet. Gross on the on the white parts of your eye. That is a symptom of a vitamin A deficiency. If you look at the whites of your eyes and look around and you see any little bumps, uh, it should be a smooth round surface. If you see bumps that are still white, but you can see it kind of raised, that is a possible sign of a vitamin A deficiency. There could be other things going on as well. It's time to see someone. Hmm. Okay. Any questions about any of those related to the eye making? It's interesting. Um, so if you get those yellow spots where your hair meets your eyelid, um, you just eat less red meat and cholesterol-forming foods? Well, 
can do a lot of things to reduce your cholesterol, yes, just by eating differently. But if your cholesterol levels are that high, I think there's something mm -hmm. with your health, seriously, because I haven't ever seen that. Uh, so I'm guessing it's fairly rare. Uh, but if it happens, it's it's kind of like your eyes turning yellow. You got a serious problem. Your liver's not working right, and uh, it you need to stop doing what you're doing, like you did. You stopped taking that medication and found then your liver started functioning normally. So that medication that was helping soften your stool was actually having an effect on your liver specifically. So in this case, if you have the cholesterol in your eyes, you get something else going on in your system. Your your liver's dysfunctioning as well. So again, another sign of yellow eyes, yellow dots on the eyelids, I think liver, and uh, we need to figure out what's causing it. So okay. come see us, call us, or go see another healthcare, holistic healthcare professional. Yeah. The, uh, medical doctors, I'm not going to steer you away from that. If you have confidence in them, go get your cholesterol meds. But there are better ways. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. How about hair? Let's talk about hair and continue on in the in our next episode or talking about uh, signals that your body's giving you to tell you you're not healthy or you're having a health okay. issue. You may feel fine, but these things are signs uh, that you should look for to tell what's really going on in your system. Okay, so, so how? Early, Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, so it's like early signs, like you want to catch things early before they turn. Well, well some of them may be fairly latent, uh, like your eyes turning yellow or having those yellow spots on your eyelids. Those are signs that that something has been there a while and it's progressed yeah. for quite a So I would call that more of you better get in and do something right away or figure out what's causing it. You already knew what was causing it, and so you stopped taking that medication. That was simple. But it's not always that simple. I think I might have gone and seen like a, a holistic doctor too. Yeah, and there's many things you can do. If your liver's become toxic, uh, there's ways to detoxify it naturally. And yeah. we have 24-hour uh, liver gallbladder cleanses we do with our patients. We have ones that go for 10 days, 21 days, 30 days that detoxify the liver specifically. And then, then the, the longer detoxifications programs do more and they help your gut they help your liver kidneys everything so it's just uh giving it a long-term uh, detox or cleanse and okay. sometimes you need just a simple one immediate clear it out and sometimes you need something over time and again changing your total diet back to what i always say is a plant-based plants fruits fruits and vegetables grain some grains if i'm going to go with meat i go with fish so mm -hmm. every now and then a little eat a little poultry and once in a great while, because I really like steak, I'll have steak. Mm -hmm. That's what I recommend. You know, Dr. Berg, which we're covering some of this information, comes from his research. He looks for all these things and to get people to understand that, um, interestingly enough, most of this stuff is caused by uh, the Western diet. He heads mm -hmm. people to, and most of these people he works with are overweight. So he goes to the, the keto diet, where, from my perspective, I'm more along the lines of, Look, at, we've got to get back to the proper kind of diet that we can live on for the rest of our lives. It's going to be a healthy way to live. And you will lose weight eating this way. You don't have to go on the keto diet. You don't have to go on a low-carb diet. You're When you eat this way, you're already, you, you've cut out all the simple sugars. You've got a carb maintenance diet, I call it. You're getting good carbs. And you're getting mm -hmm. the right amount of fiber. 
and all that bounces out, your liver fun your your pancreas function normals, you don't have spikes of insulin, you don't have spikes of other hormones, and uh, yeah. the best way to go. And we're going to wrap up this segment now, and we'll go on into the next one and cover more into talking about the, what, what the body's telling you. Did you have anything to add in here, Nikki, as we end? Um, no, I think, yeah, that was really interesting with the eyes. I, I mean, everybody has a set of eyes, right? They can look into and see. Yes. Um, I mean, most people do anyway. And I think we've all had a little bit of something that we've noticed, whether it's red in the eye or yellow or, um, you know, sometimes your eyes get dry think that's another thing that I've noticed um but yeah there's all different signs it's it's really interesting it is and we'll continue to talk more in the next episode okay thanks so much Dr. Kel thanks everybody for listening um tune into our podcast we drop them every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts if you have any questions you can email us at what is it Dr. Kel health talk with Dr. Kel at gmail.com perfect Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. I just want to mention our sponsors, OceanBayNaturals.com for health and hygiene products. Also, you can purchase standard process supplements direct from our website that we have with them called HolisticHealth.StandardProcess.com. You can buy standard process supplements online and in other places online. Um, But our site gives you a discount over what you'll find anywhere else online. Uh, go check us out there if you're, if you're looking for supplements. But as I always say, best to get it evaluated before you just buy things that you're, you either read will do something for you. I can't count the number of times patients have come into me and said, well, hey, I'm taking this. Oh, why are you taking that? Because I read something and it said it was good for that. Mm-hmm. We don't recommend that, but everybody does it. So better off to have someone evaluate you that knows so you're taking the right thing for for the insufficiency that you have, which is... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. I'm good. You're good. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double-check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. 
All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling. Thank you.